Welcome to a new episode of Feedback on Track. I'm your host, Nick Dank. How's your week going so far? What kind of a person are you? Do you like trying out new things all the time? Or do you prefer to rely on repetition in a safe routine? Because one side of you might be onto something here. Let's talk today about how routines can be boring, but essential nonetheless. I don't really enjoy routine per se, and I'm, I'm always looking for something new. I don't know, there's something boring about it, something that doesn't stimulate my intellect or doesn't stimulate my curiosity. But at some point, you realize that shifting from one thing to the next all the time is of course not stable, but it can also be detrimental for your life. And some aspects of your life need to be using a routine. And when you go online and watch all those videos on YouTube, you see a lot about morning routine. And somehow, of course, I get curious about it because I like to try something new. So because I didn't have a morning routine, I decided to look into it. And and for some time now, I was going to say maybe for the last three or four years, I've been using this morning routine. And these days, what my morning routine consists of is about writing. And I've been writing an ebook for the last, hmm, I would say the last six months, maybe. Actually, I've been working on two ebooks for the last six months. And the point is, I wake up every morning, and first thing I do is I start writing. Actually, I do a bit of, of thinking and meditation for about 10 minutes first. And when I, I'm a bit more awake, I sit down at the computer and start writing. And of course, this is the creative time for me because it's very quiet. Uh, you just technically had a good night of sleep. Imagine you sleep okay. You wake up, you have fresh ideas. You kind of forget what happened the day before, whether or not you had a good day or bad day. And then it's, it's quiet and you start writing. Usually it works out fine. But last Tuesday, for some reason, I really didn't feel like writing anything and somehow decided to just skip it. You know, we say something about, or go with your intuition, and we talked about intuition before, and that's why I decided to go with my intuition and not to write anything at all. And you know what? The whole day felt really messed up. I mean, at some point, I could not even pinpoint what it was, but everything seemed to be going wrong. I was always feeling like a step behind. I was never really in sync with what I was trying to do. And then I realized that it's because I didn't follow my usual routine and I felt completely off track. So today we're talking about routines. First point, we need some kind of routine because it creates a reliable structure and this structure keeps us grounded and on track with our lives. Have you ever seen athletes on TV, maybe tennis players or basketball players or those guys that before running a hundred meter they all have some kind of ritual. It could be like listening to music. It can be like jumping in circle or like stretching. These rituals really bring focus to what they are trying to accomplish. Now, one ritual that is pretty funny to me is if you are into tennis and you've ever watched Rafael Nadal before he serves, this is some kind of a ritual right there. It takes him at least a good five seconds to get ready. And that includes putting on his underwear each and every time before he serves. But for some reason, that's his ritual, right? And when you understand that, you understand that he needs this time to be in the game fully. 
And before he serves, he needs to visualize what's going to happen. He needs to be in the zone of I'm serving right now and I'm not being distracted by anything else. So a ritual kind of helps us get situated. It, it creates that framework. It tells you that, okay, now you are transitioning from one aspect of your life to the next. So this framework brings focus. This framework brings a structure and you need that structure to be able to do anything important. On top of, of creating a structure or a framework, it sets the mood and the mindset that she needs to do something. For example, for me, shaving is an important part of this ritual in this setting the mood and mindset because once you shave, you kind of look more professional. Your mind automatically takes that as a green light for you to start your work. And for me, working from home all the time or most of the time, it is hard to find this kind of structure, to find this kind of trigger that tells me, okay, now it's go time, it's working time. Because I, I could as well work from my bed laying down or like uh, watching TV at the same time, but I can't. I need to create that structure, that sphere that tells me, okay, now it's the time to work. You shift from relaxed time to working time. So when I didn't write on Tuesday and I felt I was always one step behind, I, I, I felt stressed. And I always felt I was missing something. I was always chasing something else and never be able to catch up. It's because I forgot to create that framework. I forgot to create that structure and put myself in the mood of work, put myself in the mood of creativity. And my mindset that day was not really into it because I had skipped that important part of my routine. Another example, when I go for a run, I go run in, in the same park, which is actually a monument and, and you, there's a park around it. And I would always run in the same direction. I would always run the same way and I would not change anything at all. The reason being that when I know exactly where I start, where I end, what steps I'm going to clear through my run, it's easier for me to set an objective and to try to achieve them. So if I say I'm going to run five laps, six laps around that monument, I know the surroundings and that helps me structure each step towards reaching those goals. But if I start making a new path that day on changing the, the direction, changing the route, somehow it's much more difficult to find these points that remind you that you're on track. So the structure here is very important because it helps you achieve more than you would trying to discover something new each and every time. And that leads me to the second point. Routine should help you speed up your life, not slowing it down. The reason we have routines, it's because our brains are always thinking, are always processing information. And as good as it is, sometimes you need to be on autopilot because otherwise you consume too much energy and too much time. So when you have a routine in place, it relieves the pressure to overthink and therefore to use too much energy and time. Today, you went to work, right? What happened? You used the same way, the same route every day because you found the most efficient way to get to work. And you do that because you don't want to have to think about it on a daily basis. So once you know that okay, I hop on that train, I get off at this station, I get on that bus, and then I get to work, I walk five minutes, or I'm taking 
the highway and then secondary road, I get out at this exit, there's no need to think about it anymore. That is your routine. That is your commuting routine every day because you find the most efficient way to go to work and you stick to it because you don't want to have to think about it every morning. You want to minimize the time, effort, and energy you dedicate to making that decision. Of course, sometimes it's good to find different ways. Maybe on Friday afternoon, you decide to use a different route. You decide to drive on a more scenic road back home, or you decide to find a different way to get back home because you prefer a different area, for example. And it's good to inject that, to break that routine. But most of the time, you're going to use the same way just because it's easier, it's more convenient, it's faster, and it's more efficient. So routines are used with a view of making your life easier. And if you've ever heard of the physiologist Pavlov, the Russian physiologist, he did this experiment with dogs and food. And every time he would associate food with the bell, and after the dogs got used to it, it would only ring the bell and automatically the dogs will be craving for food. And for us, it's the same. We automatically do something just because we are used to it. So when you get out of your house, you lock the door, you are under Pavlov mode, Pavlov conditioning, which is you know exactly what to do. You know where to go to find your car, start it up, uh, get on a highway, get out of this exit, and you get to work. And sometimes we don't even realize we already reached the office. Because we were not fully awake, and but we did something so automatically because it's such a routine act that we don't even need to inject any thinking in it. So it doesn't take any effort to accomplish it. And that's why it's called a routine. Because it's become a habit, it's become easy to process, and it helps you facilitate your life. Now, on the other hand, as much as routines can help you speed up your life, you have to be careful of not falling into the other end of the spectrum. And that other end is when this routine becomes harmful. It is a bad behavior that you do automatically too because you feel lazy, you feel complacent. And these routines are actually destroying the benefits of a healthy routine. If you come home every day, And the first thing you do is you jump on the sofa, just doze off in front of TV, keep watching meaningless shows for an hour, two hours, three hours. This is not a good habit. This is not a good routine because this routine is actually not helping you go anywhere. It might be relaxing for some time and it's cool. You can maybe sit for half an hour, enjoy the, of course, you need that rest time. But if it extends to two hours, three hours, four hours, and that's all you do every evening, and then wake up the next day to go to work. No, this routine is not helping at all. It is actually harmful and it's taking you in the wrong direction. You need to break this routine as quickly as possible. What about smoking every time you eat something? Or what about smoking every time you're stressed? This is a routine that you can definitely live without. The thing with routines is, It's as always, you get a good part of our routine and you get a bad side of it too. So increase good routines, the ones that save you time, that make your life easier, that make your life more efficient, but get rid of those harmful and bad routines that just pull you down. Now, the third point, routines teach you consistency, resilience, and patience. In life, 
It is very easy to give up on anything for many reasons. We are humans. We feel lazy sometimes. We feel unmotivated. We feel uninterested. We lose our curiosity and somehow we just give up. If it's something that you don't truly care about, you give up on it, that might not be so harmful. But if it's something that you truly care about, that you truly care about achieving, about pursuing, and you just give up because you don't have any routines in place that allow you to make that happen, then it's time for you to create a routine because routines push you to do a bit more every day. In the beginning, I talked to you about morning routines. And the current routine I have these days is, is not so stringent. Okay? I wake up, I, I meditate for 10 minutes, then I write, and then it's go time for me to work. But a couple of years ago, I really went all in on that morning routine thing that I saw online because I, I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to see exactly what it's all about, about waking up so early and, and if it's really like a hype of current society or it's something so beneficial for myself. And I decided to do it and give it a try. And what happened is I woke up every day at 5.45. Why 45? Because I think 6 was a bit too late, but 5.30 was a bit too early. 5.45 worked out perfectly fine for me and I went there gradually, right? I didn't go there from waking up every day at 7.30 immediately to 5.45. No, I pulled it back a little bit each day. So from 7.30 to 7.15 to 7, 6.30, 6, and then I stopped at 5.45. And my routine consisted of a lot of things. So every day I would wake up at 5.45, meditated for 10 or 15 minutes, read for 45 minutes, stretch for 15 minutes, and then wrote for 45 minutes. So it was about a nine and a half to two hours and making breakfast and so on. And then the, the pinnacle of that routine was a cold shower. Because really, I went all in and I wanted to understand what is, what's this all about? Is it really a marketing trick or is it really helping you to achieve more? What I realized was every day I had specific steps to clear that ended with a cold shower. It was really a ritual and it was something to follow. Somehow, when you clear small goals right from the moment you wake up, it gives you a, a rush of dopamine, of adrenaline that wow, you know what, I already cleared that as little as it was like meditating for 10 minutes or reading for 45 minutes. I did this. I did that. I did this too. Within two hours of waking up, I already had accomplished so much. And to give you an idea, this routine started with those elements, but then I would start working as well, even before I started my whole day with my clients. What I realized was that within three hours in the morning from 5.45 to 8.45 or 9 o'clock, I usually would do more in these three hours than I would do the whole day. That's when I realized that this routine was actually working. It gave me the strength to clear each step individually. And when you get to do a little bit more every day, you train yourself how to be more resilient and you try to be consistent on everything that you do. And this is not a hard project that you have to undertake on a daily basis. It's just waking up and do meditation, do reading, whatever you, you try to include in your morning routine. But once you do the steps, one day, two days, three days, four days, one week, one month, I ended up adopting this routine for about, uh, I think, 10 to 11 months. 
the problem with that routine was that I had to go to sleep early. And usually I'm also creative at night. So at some point I decided to shift it back to a nighttime creativity, I would say. So I stopped. But honestly, it was the most productive time in my whole life. It really disciplined me. I was so dedicated to do it. And also I stopped because I I told you I get bored easily, I think. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to switch back to something else. But because I get bored easily, it is exactly why it's so important to stick to some routines. Of course, it is hard to discipline yourself in the short term. I mean, imagine, I don't know what time you wake up right now every day, but think about it. Try to push this back two hours. Because that's about the time, the extra time that you will need to create so much. So imagine now you wake up at 7 and from next week onwards, decide to wake up at 5. You will see a difference. But of course, in the beginning, this is going to be intense. I mean, you don't wake up at 5 by going to sleep at 1. You need to change something the night before as well. But it's hard discipline in the short term and real benefits in the long term. Because... Once you're able to control and master this, this small aspects of a routine, you are more able to control your thoughts and then your thoughts control your actions. And guess what? Your actions control your results. If you don't do this, you are kind of all over the place all the time and it is hard to measure progress because one day you feel inspired to do something, the next day you don't feel inspired and you don't do anything. And it still happens to me. And that's why I try to have some routines in place, some structures, some systems that help me navigate my life and not just go astray anytime I don't feel inspired or creative. So routines definitely teach you consistency, resilience. Even when you don't want to do it, you realize that I know once I do it, I'm going to feel better. And every day that I felt difficult to wake up when in the winter, it was about minus five let's say zero degrees, which is about 30 Fahrenheit for everybody to understand. You wake up at 5.45, it's dark outside, it's still cold in your apartment, and you're going to start reading a book, meditating, stretching, and then sitting down at your desk to write. There's some days absolutely that did not feel right. But you know what? Once you clear it once, twice, well, there's no other boundaries. There's no other limits. You can do it 10 times, 50 times, 100 times. And that really helped me structure myself. And this routine, actually, I miss it because it was so intense. It's just that I would get a bit tired around maybe 4 p.m. So if you don't have the luxury to take a nap at that time, it's a bit hard. But honestly, try to find any routine that you can and implement them in your life. So what are the takeaways from today's episode? Number one, routines create a framework and put you in a specific mood and mindset. Again, we talk about professional athletes that have these rituals that help them set the mood and get into the proper mindset before they go and perform. That will be the same for you. Once you get this structure, you know when to trigger the moments of seriousness and how you get into a specific task. Number two, routines help us reduce the time and energy we need to make decisions. Because we get on autopilot, We save ourselves time and energy for decisions that don't require too much thinking. So you need these routines because they will help you greatly in life. However, don't let those unhealthy routines take over because you will destroy, you will ruin all the efforts and all the benefits of having healthy routines. And number three, 
routines teach us consistency, resilience, and patience. Again, once you know that you have to do something on a daily basis, you actively think about clearing that routine, clearing that aspect of your day. And in this case, no excuses. You have to do it. Small steps, of course, but every small step every day brings you to longer benefits. What routines do you have in place right now that make your life faster or better or easier? Any bad rituals that are detrimental to your health, productivity, or life in general? Feel free to share with me whatever works for you in life right now or whatever habit or whatever routine you would like to get rid of. And as always, if you liked this episode, please share it with someone who could benefit from setting a sound routine for their life. Thank you for listening to this new episode of Feedback on Track. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to listen to two new episodes every week. And I will see you again on our next episode.